Due to strong language, this program is intended for audiences over the age of 13. The sound has been designed to come from all around you, so listening on headphones is suggested. But however you choose to go on this mission, we encourage you to immerse yourself in this journey to the heart of our solar system. Previously on Solar. Whenever a shutter happens that shuts down the reactor, Jamal's jump-starting it himself using camera feeds and machinery controls that I no longer have access to following the explosion. Obviously, if Jamal doesn't make it, I'm screwed. Eli, is Margaret right? Did you imagine a shadow of light that made the entire Aethon shake? Or is this something we should be concerned about? It could have just been some solar wind. Why wouldn't Allie detect it? Because the electronics are glitching. It's what we've been messaging Arv about this whole time. I've seen 11 ghosts in 15 days. The ghosts are... Humanoid is the word, but they're made of light. Do you see that? On top of the console. Console R1. I detect nothing. What do you see? It's a... A very small, bluish, goldish light. I'm going to touch it. I do not advise you to touch anything you consider to be potentially harmful. Uh, I touched it. Uh, My finger went through it. I I touched a socket once when I was a kid, and it felt weird for a while after that. It's like that. Aethon operating system timer failure has resulted in terminal error. Audio packets are unable to be compiled chronologically. Please reset AOS internal clock. Manual, Whiskey Foxtrot, 156 Delta 2. Emergency audio packet, 22-Foxtrot, 2045. Kurtco Media presents Solar. Episode 6, Space. Pre-Solar event, Mission Day. 79. Oh, uh, hi, Ren. Akino, I thought everyone would be at dinner. Everyone left like an hour ago. Oh no, really? You're working right down the hall. I imagine you can hear when everyone leaves and you time getting coffee so that you don't accidentally meet anyone else. Grab your coffee and come sit down. I know Alex asked you to come to dinner. He did. I tried. I really did, but well, I... you're not in trouble, Ren. I just want to know why you didn't come to dinner. I, I don't do well in groups. I just... I don't like having to talk about anything inconsequential. So you hate small talk? Yeah, but not just that. You hate other people? I like people in general. You hate being connected to other people? Yes. That's it, I think. You hate depending on others, and having others depend on you. I'm not a people person. I imagine you don't go to many parties. I hate parties. Why? Because I just take up space. I'm not doing anything to make my presence valuable. Taking up room is what most parties are for. Just an excuse for people to be together. If you got invited, someone must have wanted you there. Or they felt bad for me. Or they felt bad for you, in which case they were trying to help, although not very deftly. So, I'm guessing you never figured out how to survive a party on your own. I could stay at parties when people watch movies, because then no one had to talk to each other. Well, now you have someone to talk to. 
Jessa Aquino, reporting for duty. I'm your new friend in social situations. Hi. And because we're now friends, you are no longer to give me a list of biometrics when I ask you how you are in your daily physicals. What? You know, I ask you how you're doing, and you tell me how many hours you've slept, what your waking heart rate was, what food you've consumed so far that day. That's all relevant. But it's not what I'm asking. I'm asking how you're doing. Are you stressed? Are you happy? Is Eli pissing you off? I don't gossip. It isn't gossip. It's being human. And I'm here to make sure you're well. Inside and out. Understood? Understood. So, as long as we're having some coffee together, tell me a little about yourself. It's all in my file. And I want you to tell me. Anything about yourself that you're okay sharing? Um... I worked for a few years in Antarctica. Which is amazing. <laughs> I know it's a stupid question, but how cold was it really? Um, not as cold as it used to be. <laughs> and? I mean, my hair froze on more than one occasion. <laughs> That's awesome. What were you studying? All right, now I feel like you're just drilling me. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I got carried away. Uh, something about myself. Once, I adopted a cat with severe emotional problems. He didn't trust humans. So I had to sit with him under a kitchen table for two months before he'd let me pet him. Why'd you adopt him? Because I was willing to sit with him under a table for two months, and I wasn't sure if anyone else was. I like cats. I mean, I get them. I never own one, because who would want that responsibility? <laughs> Well, you came to the right place. All we have here are ants. Do they do any tricks? <laughs> Not that I've ever seen. So why Antarctica? Allie, stop playback. Playback stopped. Searching for mission control. Allie. Yes? I'm going to bed. Power down accessory functions until I wake up. Incoming personal audio packet. Is this a message from Chelsea again? No. This message is from Specialist Taja Z. What? Incoming personal audio packet from Specialist Taja Z. Play it for me. You know what my daughter loved? What? What are those little wooden dolls? They come from Russia. And they stack inside of each other. Russian nesting dolls? That's it. She loved those. Allie, this is weird, even for you. I do not understand. I know, but this is stuff that's already been recorded. I listened to this conversation yesterday. Actually, can you bring up that conversation, Ellie? The one that was in the message you displayed? Ready for playback. And see if you can connect me with Jamal. Yes. Pre-solar event. 89 days prior to launch. Initiate verbal command verification sequence. Hello, I am the Aethon language interface. You can call me Allie. Please state your first name, last name, and title. Eli Wright, Simtech programming engineer. You are specialist Eli Wright. You are the Simtech programming engineer for the Aethon Solar Expedition set to launch in 89 days. Is that correct? <laughs> yes. If your photograph is displayed on the screen... 
Please tap twice to confirm visual identification. Please recite the following sentences as they appear on the screen. The quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. Sphinx of black quartz, judge my vow. The five boxing wizards jump quickly. Hello, Specialist Eli Wright. The North American Space Coalition is honored to be manning a joint mission with Sumerian Technologies. The world can be more. Welcome to the Aethon. Chief Scientist Margaret Cohen spoke highly of you. (laughs) Sounds like Margaret. She rips you apart in person and then has nothing but praise once your back is turned. Do you have animosity toward Chief Scientist Margaret Cohen? No, no. Nothing like that. She's just like my mother, cranked to eleven. Who is your mother? It's not in your files? No. Awesome. You said, cranked to eleven. To what scale are you referring? I don't actually know. It's just a saying. Like, and then some. Can you provide a reference point to its usage in art and or literature? (laughs) No clue. It's just something someone said and it stuck. It's, uh... What's the word? An idiom. Idiom. Thank you. I will update that in my lexicon. It will help me when I assist future crews on future missions. You are charming, Allie. But I need to get through some of these things on my list. Is it anything I can assist you with? Nope. Just gotta punch up some of your programming. Like, right now you measure a bunch of three-dimensional stuff, you know? How far away is the Earth, how far away is the Sun, and what speed is the solar wind traveling, you know? Partial information. It is all necessary information for the mission. Uh, It is. It is. No argument there. But what Simtech was thinking is, you know, what if you could measure things in four dimensions? Huh? Yeah, never gets the reaction I want. I measure time down to the microsecond. No, no, time isn't the fourth dimension. That's dumb. I mean, it's part of it because that's how we understand it as three-dimensional beings. But if we try to measure it and... You know. I don't need to try to explain this to you. It's in the programming anyway. (laughs) Like, I've never talked with AI before. Allie, I need to access your programming for Simtech protocol and experimentation. Security access passcode required from flight director Arav Patel. Please enter code on screen now. Yeah, yeah. Contacting Flight Director Arav Patel for security access code. Thank you. How long does it usually take? Nothing? No small talk while waiting for security access, I guess. Okay, let's take a look at these panels. One dash, one dash, one dash. Which building is Capsule 3 in? I know we have to put it together in orbit, but why do we have to build the individual capsules so far apart? Security access granted. Great. Allie, where is Capsule 3? Capsule 3 is located in the north building in Quadrant 4. Oh, okay. So just the next hangar over. Can you show me a quick schematic on where panel 3-347 Beta Foxtrot would be? Thank you. Very helpful. Hey. Hey, you. Yeah. You're going to want to install it in Capsule 3 and Quadrant 4. It's on top. Radio me when it's in place. Is that all? Oh, no. 
I'm plugging in an auxiliary drive and thumbprint to open the file. All right, this chunk of programming, it's gonna overwrite your current SimTech programming for day-to-day -day functions, experimental data processing and recording, and emergency protocol. Some of this programming will overwrite or generate conflicting programming provisions if activated. Are you sure you want to overwrite current protocol? It shouldn't prevent functioning protocols though, right? It won't interfere with life support functionality? That is correct. But do I need additional access for this? No, Specialist Eli Wright. I just need to confirm if you are sure that you want to overwrite programming. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then yes, I'm sure. Download. Pre-solar event. Mission day. 425. Hey, Taj. Come on in and have a seat. Thanks. So, all your readings from this morning were great. I know we've done this before, but I have to verify things verbally. So, here we go again. <clears throat> it is one hour before your scheduled spacewalk for the drop of payload two. I am going to check all of your vitals. Final approval for spacewalk viability can still be determined by me regardless of test results from this morning. Do you understand? I understand. Great. Thanks. Let's do heart rate first. Let me see your wrist. Allie, mark today's date, mission day 425, and record the following readings through my arm for Taj Aziz. Taj, I think my hand might be a little cold, so I apologize in advance. It's fine. Sorry, Taj. Um, is your wrist all right? You could have broken it! Uh, let me see if it's sprained. No, no, no! With my other arm. This one's still off, see? <sighs> Come on, sit down. Has that ever happened before? No. Please, sit down. Let me make sure you're all right. <sighs> I'm gonna move your hand up and down, okay? Does that hurt? Uh, no. Left to right. Does that hurt? Uh, no. In a circle. Does that hurt? It doesn't hurt to move. It hurts where you almost crush my wrist. Good. Then it isn't a sprain. It'll probably bruise, but you'll be okay. Well, we should wait a little before retaking your heart rate, I guess. I'm terrified. Because of the shutters? Uh, I've been doing everything I can to make sure it won't happen again, or or that it won't happen for real, and I think we did it, but I, I won't know for sure until it's too late. Slow down, Taj. Uh, what are you talking about? Did you know I have a daughter? I didn't. Do you have children? No. It's... Never mind, I, I shouldn't be telling you this. Allie. Yes, Medical Officer Jessa Aquino. Please close the door. Tell me whatever you want, Taj. She was an accident. But people told me my whole life that I should want to be a mother, so I kept her. The father was a good guy, just not my guy, and it was a rough pregnancy. I almost didn't graduate on time, but... I did, and then I gave birth. 
here was this baby that I loved with my whole heart. And she hated me. She wouldn't sleep in my arms. She wouldn't even sleep if I was in the room. She would cry when I'd go to pick her up. Can you imagine what it's like to love someone who cries when they see your face? No. Her father offered to take custody, and I accepted. I'd see her on occasion, maybe once every other year for a while. Her father says she doesn't remember crying, but I did. So I took myself out of her life. Do you regret it? No. I don't regret leaving her. I regret having her. Not her. I, I don't regret her. I regret that I brought her into my life. I regret that she didn't have a say in the matter. And I regret, I regret that I only ever disappointed her. I gave her a piece of my heart, and now I can't get it back. Are you scared of losing her? I'm scared of dying with so much of my life undone. I voted to go home, but you... You voted to continue. Why? Allie, can you power my arm back on? All right. Not exactly encouraging. Mm-mm. She's just doing a super slow, creepy wave. <sighs> Allie, please reboot all programming for my arm functionality. Yes, medical officer, Jessica Aquino. Power down. Reboot. And... okay. There. See? The arm is back up and working. Seems fine. Huh. Sometimes all it needs is a reboot, right? Just like Allie. Yeah, I'm not gonna let you retake my pulse with that arm again. Understood. You want to know why I voted the way I did after the flash? Because I owe Simtech my life. I was in a coma for a week after my car accident. And when I came to, every inch of my hospital room was covered with Simtech equipment. Heart monitor, respirator, even the catheter. Simtech kept me alive when all I wanted to do was die. Their stuff even detected a blood infection before the doctors did. And ultimately, they designed this very arm. Simtech saved my life and gave me a new one. I can only imagine how important your mission must be. And if Simtech trusts you on this mission, then I trust you with my life. I'm going to clear you for the spacewalk, despite inaccurate readings. I'll make a full report explaining that my arm malfunction was the cause of the change in biometrics. Thank you, Jessa. And, um, if I can advise you on one more thing... Your daughter... Uh, I shouldn't have brought it up. What was the last thing you said to her? I'm sorry. She might be too young to remember, though. Then... Maybe you should give her something to remember. Allie, please open the door. You know what my daughter loved? What? What are those little wooden dolls? They come from Russia, and they stack inside of each other. Russian nesting dolls? That's it. 
She loved those. What are you talking about? <laughs> Thank you, Jessa. Taj! <sighs> Allie? Yes, medical officer Jessa Aquino. Can you run diagnostics on my arm and send them to mission control in the next audio packet? Yes, medical officer Jessa Aquino. And bring up the itemized list of what needs to be prepped for any potential disaster during a spacewalk. I want to be prepared for payload two. And I mean any potential disaster. Allie, pause playback. Playback paused. So that's what Allie sent to me. Allie is glitching. Her audio playback has stopped glitching. Allie, please contact Mission Control. I am unable to locate Mission Control. See? But that might not be her fault. Because Mission Control might not be there. Right. But why would Allie send me this audio? What was that conversation about? The Russian nesting dolls at the end, I mean. I, I don't know. This feels weird. You said you'd help me. I know, but this is kind of eavesdropping. Why is that a problem? I didn't know Taj had a daughter. Did you? Taj didn't want us to know that. Is there any way to skip personal conversations like this? If Simtek was responsible for the disaster, we need to know what happened. We know Simtek was deleting audio files because of the gaps on Ali's timeline. So we have to listen to whatever they didn't delete. Are we sure they were deleting things? I thought you said Taj asked Alex to delete this recording. Why couldn't she just delete it herself? Maybe only Margaret was deleting things. It just doesn't make sense any other way. Safety restraint, standby. Safety restraints on standby. Display cam feed on reactor turbine. Standby on remote joystick control for reactor repair arm. Remote control on standby. Reactor drum rotation has ceased. Altitude decreasing. Altitude warning, reactor. I'm going to get into the safety restraint. Brent, wait. We're going weightless. I know, I feel it, trust me. Allie, activate reactor arm video feed. Reactor arm video feed only available in capsules 8 and 9. Activate, activate joystick control. Hold on to something. I can still get to the restraint. It'll take you 20 minutes to get out. Grabbing the closest rotary drum. Drum one. Grabbing drum one and... Trying again. Grabbing drum one and... Altitude stabilized. All systems nominal. You okay? I'm fine. Allie, take note of all scientific readings throughout the Aethon. Timestamp all of it and load it into the queue to send to Earth. I am unable to locate mission control. I know. Just, just put it in the queue. Jamal, what do we do when the reactor fails and you're on my side of the ship? I gotta check on the thermal reactor levels. Give me a few minutes and we can review the payload 2 drop. Okay? Okay. Allie, terminate call. Pre-solar event. Mission day, 425. Allie, can we run a simulation of the payload 2 drop if the satellite draws twice as much energy as projected? Simulation results displayed on console D in capsule 9. What would happen to you, though? The reactor...
reactor could go offline temporarily, but power reserves should cover any overexpenditure of energy. And that's not what happened after payload one? I am unable to answer the question. <sighs> okay. A strange question. What would happen if we reverse the energy flow? Please clarify your question. What if we take in energy from the satellite? We are not projecting to absorb any energy at this time from the Simtech experiment. Yeah, but can you run the simulation anyway? Error. Unable to complete requested simulation due to redundant hypotheticals. <sighs> Shit, Eli, God. <laughs> Nervous? N no. I just didn't hear you walk up. That's why I knocked. What do you want? Shouldn't you be prepping for the spacewalk in under an hour? Allie switched our audio packets. I noticed. Simtex payload one drop seems to have scrambled some programming. If only we had a programmer who could fix it. <laughs> I'm not responsible for all of Allie's programming. Then what do you do here exactly? I'm responsible for the programming. I didn't actually want an answer, Eli. Oh. Hey, maybe you should start using a hand signal or something so people know when you're actually asking a question or just being an asshole. Most people can tell. I had Ali send you your audio packet. I saw. Thank you. Did you know you could do that? Have Ali resend the packages? She's programmed to do things like that. You do know what programming is, don't you, specialist, right? You know, I didn't mean a middle finger when I suggested a hand signal. But it cleared things up, right? Why are you here, Eli? I need you to watch the payload drop today. I will. I'll be monitoring the reactor levels from here in real time. No, I mean, actually watch. Out the window. Why? If it happens again, I want you to see it. Why me? Because if you believe me, I'll know what I saw. Allie? Yes, Pilot Jamal Davis. And can you run a simulation if I run the energy through reserve power units? Simulation results displayed on console D in capsule 9. Jamal, will you help me? So it looks like it would prevent a power overload, but I would have to change it all manually? Of course you won't help me. Why would a selfish egomaniac try to help me? Your insults suck. Fuck you. Better. I need your help, Jamal. Please. I don't trust you. <laughs> Why? Why? Because I'm Simtech? No, I don't trust you because you saw something and then said you didn't. So either you're a liar about what you saw, or you're a liar about what you didn't see. Then look out the window. See what I lied about. Did you listen to my audio packet? No. As soon as I heard Chelsea's voice, I So you listened to it? Only a few seconds. But you listened to no, it? No, I... Yes, but technically no, because I didn't listen to the entire thing. <laughs> I'm messing with you. Keep up. Or do you need a hand signal for that, too? Did you listen to my audio package? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> what? You want to report me, or do you want me to look out the window? You see, you can't report me, because if you want me to look out the window... Yes, no obviously, I get it. Oh, shut up. You talk so much. Your brother seems to like talking to you about as much as I do. Great. And it sounds like he's throwing some stuff out from a, a Will somebody. Who is Will? Will was my... No. No. Okay, I'm not going to engage with you about this. <laughs> then by all means, leave. And have Ali send me my audio packet. I gave you every opportunity to be nice to me. Yes, Jamal, to answer your question, I know programming very well. 
And I know for a fact that Allie can't transfer the audio packets without authorization from the recipient. Me. You fucker. And you'll want this audio packet. Chelsea needs to talk to you about her fiancé, Hiroto. Big news. And you're right. It is effective with the middle finger. You could have just told me up front. I could have. But? I was hoping you'd help me regardless. What if I don't see a flash? Then I guess I lied about seeing one. I'll look out the window. How do I know you'll... I'm a man of my word. Allie? Yes, Specialist Eli Wright. Please transfer right personal audio packet 425-12045 to Pilot Davis. Yes, Specialist Eli Wright. Personal audio packet transferred. Thanks. You know, Margaret will know if you're changing the energy flow to go through the reserve units. So you need to make the change when you won't get caught by her. When? And Alex would probably want to know you're doing it. But telling him means telling Margaret. So when? Whenever they both aren't looking. During off hours? Maybe, but if I get caught, won't that raise more questions? So don't get caught. (sighs) You'll look. Actually look out the window? I will. On the bright side, maybe you'll get to witness my death. (laughs) Don't get my hopes up. Allie? Yes, Pilot Jamal Davis? Please open the audio packet you just received for me. Uh, Play the message from Chelsea. Hey, Jamal. Look, this isn't easy for me to say, but, um... It's about Hiroto and me. (sighs) Hiroto's dad is really sick. Pre-solar event. Mission day. 425. Commander Alex Tolley. Yes, Ellie? Everyone is in position for the deployment of Simtech Satellite Number 2. Thank you, Ellie. I need you to record on every sensor you have for the next two hours. Send it all in tomorrow's audio packet. No matter what happens. Yes, Commander Alex Tolley. Connect me to the payload to spacewalk, please. Connecting you to the payload to spacewalk. Already in progress. This is onboard Commander Tolley joining the launch of Simtech Earth Synchronous Satellite Number 2. Please report who is on the comlink and their current positions for the record. Chief Scientist Margaret Cohen in Capsule 5 Bay awaiting deployment sequence for Payload 2. Specialist Eli Wright in Capsule 5 Bay awaiting deployment sequence for Payload 2. Specialist Taja Z in Capsule 5 manning deployment bay arm awaiting deployment sequence for Payload 2. Pilot Jamal Davis in Capsule 8 tracking reactor and energy flow readings awaiting activation of Payload 2. Medical Officer Aquino in Capsule 4 on standby for emergency during deployment and activation of Payload 2. Good, let's begin. You out there, Ren? Specialist Dr. Guerrero following deployment readings on Console 1 of Capsule 1. Dr. Guerrero is not part of this launch. I did not approve her involvement. Her involvement will not be critical. I concur, but she is on standby in case of emergency and will notify us if she detects anything out of the ordinary in her readings. She isn't cleared to have access to Simtech experiments. It's a breach in protocol. I didn't grant her access. She'll be tracking the deployment using only NASC sensors. This is unacceptable, Commander. Should we cancel the deployment? 
Specialist Wright, begin. Once more into the breach, dear friends. Ha ha! Or close up the wall with our English dead. Not now, Jamal. This is not the time or place. Why the hell would you bring a dead people right now, Jamal? Think for two seconds. Okay! Jesus, I'm sorry! Eli, when you're ready. Eli. Allie, please. Please link wireless power to payload two. Yes, specialist Eli, right? Okay. Okay. So far, so good. Thank you, Allie. Power supply connection has been verified. Levels are nominal. Next, I will establish NASC network arm connectivity. Activating communication on payload two. Abnormal spike detected in power usage. Power usage spike is adherent to model predictions regarding payload 2 deployment. This happened last time. Correct, Pilot Davis. Pilot Davis, can you confirm levels are returning to nominal? I confirm. Requesting verbal permission to continue with payload 2 deployment protocol. Chief Scientist Cohen, permission granted. Onboard Commander Tolly, permission granted. Okay, continuing with payload 2 deployment protocol. Payload 2 is now hailing the network arm connection. Commander? Echo 82 Beta 13 Uniform 9918 Whiskey Uniform. Access granted. Simtech Payload 2 is now synced with NASC Network Arm. <sighs> Shit. My hands are shaking. Follow the scripted procedure, <sighs> Specialist, right? Eli, take a deep breath for me. Okay. Hold it. And exhale. Okay. Specialist Azi, you may begin payload bay arm extension for orbital placement of satellite 2. Payload bay arm extending for orbital placement. Brace yourselves. Pilot Davis? Eli, stick to the script unless there's an emergency. Jamal, are you out there? I'm here, Eli. Are you looking? I'm looking. Pilot Davis, you're supposed to be monitoring energy usage levels. Uh, yes, Commander, I am. Jamal! Eli, I gave my word. Eli, we took care of this, right? Right. Everything's going to be fine, right? I hope so. Okay, stopping payload arm extension. I'm verifying orbital position. Margaret? Everything will be fine, Eli. Trust me. Trust only me. Orbital position is accurate for release. Thank you, Specialist Azzy. Requesting permission to activate payload two. Chief Scientist Cohen, permission granted. Onboard Commander Tolly. Permission granted. Activating payload two. Jamal, are you watching? I am. Counting down from three. Three. Two. Payload 2 activated. <sighs> Payload 2 successfully activated. We're getting readings. Detach the payload, Specialist Wright. Specialist Wright. <sighs> Nothing happened. Payload 2 was successfully activated. Nothing happened. Jamal, the readings, are, are they... Power usage is currently under anticipated levels. 
Detach the payload specialist right. Just give it a second. Allie, any unique energy detections? No specialist Eli right. Eli, detach the payload. Everything is fine. The second system is stabilizing the first. Nothing happened, Eli. I know that. I just... I want to be sure. Give it a second. So what did you see the first time? Your own reflection? Jamal, zip it. Eli, everything's fine. The precautionary measures were successful. But I saw something last time. You did not, Specialist Wright. We all heard you take it back, remember? It doesn't matter, Eli. We solved the problem. But I saw something. We solved it. Specialist Wright, detaching payload two. Lock one. Specialist Wright, detaching payload two. Lock two. <sighs> payload two released. Please confirm orbital position, Specialist Z. Position confirmed. <sighs> Thank God. Specialist Z, please retract the payload bay arm. Specialist Wright, is the deployment complete? Specialist Wright, confirming the payload two drop was successful. Simtech payload two drop was successful. Simtech payload 2 drop was successful. Ren? Everything seems... nominal. Okay. Then, uh... Payload drop 2 was a success. Taj, finish bringing them inside and close off Capsule 5. I want a full report from everyone. Yes, Commander Tolly. Ali, terminate my comlink. Connection terminated. Commander Alex Tolly? Nothing, apparently. Is that problematic for you? No, it's, uh... If something had happened, I'd know what to do. But nothing happened, and you do not know what to do. Correct. Sometimes nothing could be worse than something. Allie, pause playback. Playback paused. Why did Eli break the script to talk to you? Eli always broke the script. Yeah, but why did he ask for you? I thought you guys didn't get along. Eli asked me to watch for the Flash. That's all. And why did you help him? Ren, this is one of the few parts of our mission that actually went according to anyone's plan at all. You want a smoking gun, but this isn't it. This is the... The, the control? Yeah. But it isn't. This happened after things were going wrong. This is symptomatic of a bigger problem. When was the last time you got some sleep? I just had some coffee, I'm fine. Allie, how long has it been since Ren slept? Two days. For over an hour. Seven days. There's too much to do. If I could just stop obsessing over these idiotic ants, maybe Figure I could- Figure out how to contact Earth. That's it. That's the only problem you need to solve. If you think we'll figure out exactly how Simtech shut down communications by reviewing the recordings, then let's do that. But it's all related. Solve the one problem that you have the ability to solve. You're on the network arm. I can't do that for you. Allie can't do that for you. That's the one problem you actually have power over. Okay? But... I'm gonna save you, Jamal. One problem at a time, Ren. Wait, what's up with the ants? Yeah. The ants. <laughs> Jamal, you there? You broke up for a second. Did I lose you? 
Ali, is the link to Jamal still active? Yes, the link is still active. Jamal. There's a ghost in my capsule. What? There's a ghost in my capsule. It's at the window. Outside the window? Inside, inside. Ali, do you detect anything in Jamal's capsule? Which one is it? I detect no irregularities in capsules 8 or 9. <laughs> What's happening to the comlink signal? I detect nothing wrong with the comlink signal. Jamal, I believe you're seeing something, but it isn't real. Stay calm. It's waving at me. What? It's waving at me. It's trying to make contact, I think. It's waving? I'm gonna wave back. Jamal, is it possible you're projecting onto it what you want to see? I didn't see Eli's flash. I didn't believe him. And, and look where that got us. This is different. I'm going to make physical contact. No, stay away. It went at me, Ren. It knows I'm here and I see it. Jamal. If it isn't real, it won't hurt Jamal, you're gonna electrocute yourself. Don't touch it. What? Solar from Kurtco Media. Created by Chris Porter. Directed by Jenny Curtis and Chris Porter. Starring Stephanie Beatriz as Ren. Alan Cumming as Alex. Helen Hunt as Margaret. Jonathan Bangs as Jamal. Jenny Curtis as Ali. Danielle Pinnock as Taj. Colin Ford as Eli. Anne Yatko as Jessa. With John McCormick as narrator. Additional voice by C.J. Drummiller. Featured in Recovered Audio Asset 5 are Dana Gurrier and Tom Choi. Produced by Jenny Curtis, Chris Porter, and Bill Curtis. Executive Producer, Bill Curtis. Executive Producers, Paul Anderson and Nick Pinella. Executive Producer, Helen Hunt. Sound Design, Mixing, and Mastering by C.J. Drummiller. Music by Chris Porter. Recorded at Shane Salk Productions. Production Manager, Dara Stone. Assistant Sound Designer, Allison Ng. Casting Consulting by Mormon Bowling Casting. Solar is produced in association with Workhouse Media. For more information on cast and crew, visit our website through the link in the description. This podcast was recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. Kurt Co. Media. Media for your mind.